coming to you live on tape from the beautiful Campbell Bell Building on the Square in Fayetteville, Arkansas. It's time for Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Adam Robison, and you have landed on another fantastic episode of Northwest Arkansas Business Radio, the place where the excellent people of Northwest Arkansas come and find other excellent people doing excellent things. We're so glad that you decided to join us here on this hot, hot, hot Friday afternoon uh, here at Northwest Arkansas Business Radio. We're just trying to get through it just like you are. The great thing is we have some good stories to tell to get you through this summertime heat. I'm excited about the story that we're telling today. Uh, This is Miranda Smith. Miranda comes to us from Turpentine Creek. And if that place sounds familiar but maybe doesn't ring an immediate bell, then the tiger right there ought to give you a clue. This is our tiger uh, big cat rescue and refuge uh, here in northwest Arkansas and if I butchered that Miranda I'm sorry but uh, um, I've recently met Miranda as we found ourselves in similar locations and so I thought this was a great opportunity to learn more about this valuable resource so Miranda welcome to northwest Arkansas business radio thank you for having me I really appreciate it man I'm really excited it's not every day you get to talk to the tiger queen (laughs) I guess that's what we need to call you right I mean those of you who uh, have have, have spent any time on Netflix. I'm sure you watch the Tiger King specials and all that stuff. We're going to get into talking about some of that just a little bit later. But first, Miranda, tell us about yourself, who you are, and, and um, what you do with these big cats. Yeah, well, I'm Miranda Smith. I'm the hospitality coordinator at Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge. I'm also third generation at the refuge. So we've been in business now for over 31 years. 31 yeah, years. yeah. Wow. We started in 1991. Okay. I was just a little baby. And so I really didn't have a choice to be in a part of it. But I'm so glad that I was blessed to be able to be a you part were kind of, of recruited into yeah, it, right? I mean, yeah. people say you don't get to pick your parents, especially no. when your parents raise lions, that's, right? Or, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that was funny. You get credit for that one. So go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, so uh I've grown up at Turpentine Creek. I just thought it was completely normal to have big cats as pets, kind of. Yeah. So I'm the, I was the girl that went to kindergarten asking all the other kids, how many lions and tigers do you have at home? Oh because I just thought it was, I thought everyone did. You sure. know, that's just how I was raised. Sure. So, uh, but I've grown up and I went to school in Eureka Springs. I okay. grew up there. We're located seven miles south of beautiful, historic Eureka Springs it's on the Pig there, Trail. Isn't it? Gosh. Yeah, beautiful drive, not too far from Fayetteville and Rogers area. About, you know, 45 to 50 minutes. But uh, I got my degree in Fayetteville at the University of Arkansas Hospitality Management. And I've been running our lodging and planning our events and fundraisers. And now I have kind of put, you know, lodging to the side a little bit. Mm -hmm. And now I'm out promoting and networking Turpentine Creek because I am so passionate about it. And I do want to continue my family's legacy. So my grandparents and mother started the refuge whenever I was just a baby. So new learning for me right there. I knew that you could go up and tour the place Mm and uh, interact from a distance with some of the animals. Um, I didn't know there was lodging. I didn't know that there was a place to go and stay the night. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't been to Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge, we're 501 C3 nonprofit. We're strictly rescue, so we do not buy, trade, sell, or breed or anything like that. Most of the animals we rescue come from people that buy them for pets. 
And then realize real quick, they're predators, not pets. Mm-hmm. They're not meant to be in people's basements, garages, apartment complexes. I mean, we feel like we've seen every sort of situation. And then the next rescue is completely different. Wow. You know, so we've spearheaded some of the biggest big cat rescues in U.S. history also. And we also just got the Big Cat Public Safety Act passed in Congress. What's so, that? Uh, it's actually an act, a bill that was, of course, it, <laughs> so the Oklahoma uh Governor was the last to sign off on it. Everyone else would, and it took years to get him to want to sign off on this. The Oklahoma governor. Yeah, surprise. The, the home of Joe Exotic, yeah, right? Exactly. Okay. That's bizarre. It, isn't it? You yeah. think that? I don't I don't know, but we finally got him on board as well, and President Biden signed off on this bill, and this is to protect the apex predators, the big cats, as well as people. Mm. I mean, most people want to do the cub petting, and it's not great for the people or the animals I right. mean, yeah, they're cute and they're so cuddly, but not for long. Whenever oh, yeah. it's a, a tiger or a lion, I mean, they grow about ten to fifteen pounds every couple weeks when they're Holy babies. Holy smokes! So they don't, yeah, they don't stay small long. And a lot of these facilities that are doing the cub petting, you know, they're constantly crossbreeding and inbreeding, and mm. that's not safe or good for the animal. So mm-hmm. a lot of the times they have health issues. They can never be released into the wild they've never had that experience they were bottle fed and taken from their mother right. from the get-go just yeah. like we saw in tiger king that little tiny baby cub being pulled from the den and then the mother goes back into heat well these tigers they normally raise their young to be about three years old oh wow yeah okay. and then they go off on their own and start their own family and and with lions they live in prides so they're like lifelong together yeah so their hunting <laughs> techniques are are taught yes it's not instinctual and so when they don't have a mother or to teach them they they don't learn these skills that's what that's why they can't be released well they still have their their instincts for sure, sure but sure. not as you know i feel like some of them if we were to release them into the wild they would not know what to do they're used to being fed off of a silver yeah, right. platter every right. day so yeah I, I mean that's just like people if, if you forget how to take care of yourself and 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 sustain yourself sometimes even work yeah. for yourself you just sort of lose those habits right you that's lose so those true. abilities so very interesting so okay it sounds like it, it's been a wild life for you <laughs> like, no pun intended or maybe i should have because that was a good joke um yeah yeah thanks i'll, I'll I'll, I'll edit in the drum roll later. How about that? Um, so now, uh, as the, I guess, heir apparent of Turpentine Creek, um, tell us about how you're involved in the current day-to-day and, and all of the different things that, that you get to work with. Yeah, so every single day is different. I feel like everyone at Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge has so many responsibility and has they have so many responsibilities and wear so many hats at Turpentine Creek. So you just never know what you're going to be doing. I mean, mm-hmm. last week we were at all of the teacher fairs, oh, you wow. know. So my job has been to do lodging and uh Sometimes go to networking events and stuff like that, but now my main focus is going to networking events. I'm sure I'll still do some online auctions. We really started to do online auctions during COVID because Mm -hmm. we completely shut down during COVID like most businesses did, but we just actually stopped wearing face masks as being behind the rail. Like, yeah, so being closer to the animals. Mm -hmm. We've been wearing face masks since COVID started. My goodness. Yeah, so it's kind of crazy to see the interns... uh, you know, they're working out in this heat every day, 100 degree heat with the animals taking care of them. And 
And they Sometimes I don't even recognize them oh anymore because they've been wearing the face mask yeah. the whole time. And then they take off the face mask and they still have the tan line, you know, because <laughs> they're in the heat. They're outside. They're weed eating and mowing and rendering meat. And uh, we're feeding out probably about 600 pounds of raw meat every wow. single day. And we are so lucky for Tyson's food because they do donate the majority of the food we feed out. Okay. Yeah. That's so. amazing. Wow. And let's talk about the, the tourists that come through Turpentine Creek. I've often wondered, uh, I'm sure you guys keep track of, of who's visiting the park or where mm-hmm. people are from that visit the park. Where are some of these guests coming from? Are they primarily here or somewhere else? I mean, we have guests come from all over the world, really. Wow, Even really? interns that come and do our internship that, that right? come from all over the world. But, you know, the majority of our visitors are coming from... We're seeing Texas and uh, Missouri right now. Of course, the closer states, but we are, you know, a nationwide accredited sanctuary. We're USDA accredited sanctuary and IFAW also helps us as well. But we're not government funded whatsoever. So everything that we do make does come from our ticket sales or from donations. And we need all the help we can get right now because... uh, as I said, we have rescued from every single Tiger King facility on the show, as well as some that were not on the show. Mm-hmm. But right now we're working on expanding 13 acres of our property to wow. take in all 35 of Carol Baskin's animals wow. from Tampa, Florida. You Holy know? smokes. So, yeah, she's... Uh, Has she just made a commitment to shut her place down or is she looking for a bigger place? What is that? She's been shut down since the show came out and okay. COVID happened because that okay. all happened at once. And that's probably why... So many people did see the Tiger King. We were all kind of stuck at home. True. And, you know, she I is. I think a about bit, the timing there, yeah, but that's so true. It was, it was crazy. But Carol Baskin is a very sweet woman. Mm-hmm. I, you know, she's always been very kind. And their facility, she chose Turpentine Creek out of all the other true sanctuaries in America. So it's actually such an honor that we would be the chosen one mm-hmm. and we're doing this expansion. And, you know, because they were a lifetime sanctuary. Wow. So their supporters thought, you know, mm-hmm. these animals are never going to go anywhere. But it's to the point where Carol, she's ready to retire. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wants to help the wildlife in the wild. So mm-hmm. she wants to go to Africa and Asia and try to help the farmers. That What is killing off these animals is they're intruding on farmers' land and property and killing their cattle. So wow. if that happens, then they're shooting the animals, yeah. you know. So she wants to go and try to, you know do things that will help the you know deter yeah. the tigers and yeah. lions from intruding on their property. Okay, so I always felt like that the Tiger King series uh, both seasons kind of made Carol out to look a bit villainous. Yeah. Um, so I, I I'd love to ask a follow-up question. Tell us a little bit more about her because Based on what you just said, my guess is that that was an inaccurate portrayal of who she really is as a person, right? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, my parents have known her for over 20 years. Wow. And the reality of Tiger King, of why <laughs> Joe Exotic did not like Carol Baskin, this was not really, you know, told on the they show. They never tell the real story. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. Carol, she's the one who formed the 911 Animal Abuse Hotline and website. So people were going to visit... Okay. Yeah, yeah, Joe Exotic and his facility. And, you know, he was the star of the show. He always yeah. had to put on a show oh, every yeah. day. Uh, well, he was getting written up by his guests. Wow. And that's why he really hated her. And 
he came to her facility and did crazy things. He's been all over the place doing some crazy, wow. crazy things. That makes so. so much sense because that's really the piece that they didn't go into. Is yeah. Like what started that beef that he had with her. And so that's that's really interesting stuff. Let's, let's talk about him for just a second um, because my guess would be that if nothing else came out of the madness that was that TV show, it brought a little bit more eyes and ears onto the big cat rescue issue. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Has there been more attention? Honestly, I feel like the show did not even cover the animals as much as they should have. You know, like it was mostly just dramatic about the people that are dealing with the animals or, you know, breeding the animals and stuff like that. But it should have been more about the animals and what they go through. But it's hard to say. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. Joe Exotic, I've been hearing stories for years about him. Yeah. And after seeing Tiger King, I believe every story I heard. And some of them are just horrible. A little bit out of bounds, huh? Uh, a lot. A <laughs> yeah. bit out of bounds. And yeah. something, things that you should not be, you know, doing with animals and abusive yeah. things, oh, you wow. know. So, okay. I mean, he he's in prison for murder for hire for Carol Baskin yeah. and for th- that they know of shooting in the head five tigers to make space for babies wow you know so who knows how many animals he's really killed on that property you just never know where they are if they've been you know cremated or what or you know sent to a taxidermy or something like that (laughs) just is kind of crazy stuff so enough about him we don't we'll we'll leave that energy over there okay um the one thing that i think was uh, interesting about him was his passion and love for cats, yeah. which apparently you have as well, because your mom and dad have have raised you on this uh, on, at Turpentine Creek, and now uh, you're positioning your professional life to devote to Turpentine Creek. So, what's the deal with these cats that that it creates such a passion within people that they give their lives away to do it? I mean, we have interns that stay on site and that want to you know we have interns that started 25 years ago that are now now are like main animal care staff members that hire the interns and they don't want to be anywhere else and it's not like we're making a lot of money we're 501c3 nonprofit. Mm -hmm. most of us living paycheck to paycheck but god it is so beautiful to watch these animals come from these horrible conditions like some of the Tiger King facilities and not getting the proper care that they deserve and then coming to the refuge and being scared and they just went on a big move in a trailer and they're terrified and don't know what's going on. They're used to this certain life. Mm-hmm. And then they come to the refuge and they realize, oh my God, these people are going to feed me every day. We're going to eat out of silver platters. We're going to get a pool. We're going to mm-hmm. get enrichment every day. Like It is so awesome to see them adapt and change and realize these people are taking care of me. I've never had this before. (laughs) It's really powerful thing. Like that's the best thing about the whole refuge is to watch these animals change and trust us. That's amazing. That's amazing. I, um, I, I, I know the point that you were making earlier about people, uh, petting some of these animals or interacting with them and then realizing that they get (laughs) really big, really quick. Um, I mean, I've got, uh, a, a, kitty cat not mm-hmm. a tiger but i've got a kitty cat that we just rescued a few weeks ago yeah. he's a tiny little guy when that sucker claws and gets a hold of me with his teeth even at that little mm-hmm. i know it's a great big deal right yeah. so how 
I'm, I'm curious, is it something you guys communicate on the tour or something like that regarding like the strength of a, of a tiger's bite or clawing or something like that? Like just how do you guys communicate the fierceness and the beauty of these animals? Oh, gosh. Well, if you come to the refuge, you can actually see a lot of our boomer ball toys on display that have been just completely demolished. Like once they start to get unsafe, it's a hard plastic that... These toys are all over the place at zoos and rescues mm-hmm. all over. But, yeah, you can definitely see the strength that they have. Yeah. And they have, you know, canine teeth this long. My but goodness. But if they, you know, if the whole canine tooth comes out, they have about two inches inside wow. their skull. So, And we do educational programs. We just went to all the teacher fairs as well. So you can either come out to see us mm-hmm. at the refuge with the school or with, you know, Anyone can come. Everyone thinks that, oh, I got to wait till the grandkids come or, you know, bring my kids or my kids are adults now. No, it's for everyone. It's Mm -hmm. very educational for everyone. Like I said, we have guided tours hourly from 9 a.m. until 4 p.m. until the time changes. Then I'll go back until 3. Okay. Super educational. We try to tell the animal story, where they came from, what they've been through. Sometimes the stories can be sad, but that's the reality of this. You know, there is a big cat crisis in this country, and that's why we work so hard with Carol and her facility to make sure the Big Cat Public Safety Act was passed. And uh, in 2016, Turpentine Creek, we spearheaded the biggest big cat rescue in U.S. history where we took over a facility in Callahan, Colorado called Serenity Springs. Nice. And it, it was not really serenity for the animals. So okay. and they were maybe covered. a bit of a marketing ploy, not so yeah. much actual conditions. <laughs> yeah, okay. for sure. But during that rescue, we couldn't have taken all those animals to the refuge. Like mm. we didn't just not we did not have the cages or the space for that, mm-hmm. you know, and it takes a lot of money, millions of dollars to do this expansion wow. we're working on right now. So it's just been quite the adventure and I highly recommend that. Everyone comes out and does a tour. If you can't make it out and you do have a class or, you know, even we might go all different places. It's not Mm -hmm. just schools. So if you want us to come out and do a program, then just give us a call. And uh, you can also follow us on all forms of social media. Awesome. Awesome. Do you have that number handy that that people can call? Or is well, it- I have, uh, if you want to go to tcwr.org or turpentinecreek.org, uh, we have lots of information on our social media as well. And, uh, yeah, we're located seven miles south of beautiful, historic Eureka Springs, Arkansas, on the Pig Trail. So it's not too far away from northwest Arkansas. Everyone everyone I talk to, they're like, God, that's so far away. I'm like, it's not even it's an not hour away. Bad. It's a day yeah. trip. <laughs> it's yeah. not like a week vacation. So my, wharf, my, my wife works in Eureka mm-hmm. Springs, and uh, so she drives by Turpentine every single day, going to work and coming home. Uh, her favorite place on the drive is the sunrise over Turpentine Creek. Oh. She talks about it every day well she doesn't talk about it every day she uh-huh. talks about it quite often it's and um, I often get pictures uh, from her drive to work where she'll just pull off the road there by turpentine take a picture of the sunset so, or sunrise and so beautiful beautiful place uh, and you've represented it well today as we close things down here today Miranda what if people wanted to follow your journey and get to know you a little bit better on social media how can they find you yeah, um, it's Miranda Dawn, D-A-W-N, on Facebook and Instagram. And, yeah, I'm just on a wild journey. I want to, you know, promote the refuge as much as I can. And uh, it's such a special place to me and my family and so many others. So we need all the help we can get right now. So please 
either follow us on social media, check us out on our website, or uh, come and visit. That sounds amazing. Well, let me tell you, I got. I'm going to put a, a word in for you with our audience, just because I'm a big networker. I get around every week and, and meet people with uh, that are affiliated or, or owning small businesses. When you see Miranda walk into the room, she commands a presence, um, and it's not just because you're a tiny bit tall. It, it's it has more to do with the fact that she's confident, she's poised, she knows what she's talking about, and there is a clear passion in her about the the not only the cats that she gets to serve and have a hand in their rescue but also the people that she gets to work with uh she was talking to me this morning about some key relationships that she's got there at turpentine creek she is she is under no disillusion that that she's somehow the superstar of turpentine creek she knows it's the team that uh, mostly work behind the scenes don't get a whole lot of attention and then those cats that are the real star of the show right that's right. So, it's about the animals. That's yeah. for sure. And God, yeah, it takes a village. We are so lucky and blessed to have the team that we do. So. Yeah. So just wanted to put that word in. Um, Miranda, you guys are doing great things out at Turpentine Creek. My family is excited about this expansion and, and getting to come in and, and learn more about these cats that are coming up from Florida. And it just sounds like excellent things are happening at Turpentine Creek and they can continue to happen with your help, with your patronage. Um, if nothing else, get out there on their website, look at the socials and, and, and just interact with them a little bit and learn a lot. This is a an amazing world-class facility that's right here in our backyard and every single one of us can take advantage of it. So for Miranda Smith with Turpentine Creek, my name is Adam Robison. You've been watching and listening to Northwest Arkansas Business Radio X.